Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Common Sense Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Always good to be with you. And we have Sarah Westall with us, and uh, we're going to be talking about some interesting things. We're going to start with the FDA uh, but before we go to Sarah, I want to basically reaffirm what I've been saying to you. Parallel economy, parallel economy, parallel economy. My mother came from out of the Ford family. Yes, Henry Ford. They were cousins. And uh, my family on my mom's side were very rich. They were wiped out in 1929. And Henry didn't lift a finger to warn them or to help them. And my mom went from riches to rags as a child, a very young child, uh, overnight so I grew up learning these lessons from my mom on my dad's side of the family. We had uh, refugees from the Nazis. So I got a double education as a child. And I, I look at this and I'm telling you right now, we've lived these times before and you need to get the hell out of the bank. If you got your retirement in the bank, if you got a huge bank account, you need to reduce that to operational money and you need to get your retirement out of the bank. Noble Gold can help you do that. I've been a customer of Noble Gold for almost as long as I've been an advertiser, which is about six years. And I'm warning you right now, it's coming. You are an unsecured creditor to the Dodd-Frank Law of 2010, which means they can take your money anytime they please. Don't give them the opportunity. They closed 141 branches of banks last week. You know this is going to end badly. And don't be a victim. Parallel economy Here's how you do this, okay? You go to DaveHodgesGold.com. That's DaveHodgesGold.com. And I will send you electronic, free information, no obligation. No one's going to bug you. And Noble Gold will say, here's what we can do for you. I'm a customer. Keep that in mind. I put my money where my mouth is. Now, I have to give you a warning, courtesy of the FTC of the federal government, who did not make Sam Bankman-Fried give this warning, but we're happy to. Anytime you do an investment, there's a risk, and past performance cannot indicate future expectations. We agree with that. But there's a reason why I have been a customer of Noble Gold for almost six years. DaveHodgesGold.com. Well, Sarah, it's good to be with you. And uh, the FDA, oh, boy, we're going to have fun with this. Um, You know, people say, Dave, do you ever run out of issues to talk about? And I said, well, I will. When the globalists stop inventing new issues to come after us with, so it's here's another non-stop. one. It is nonstop. Uh, so here's the thing: when I started this business, and they really hadn't got into full rollout of the tyranny, uh, you had to research and actually be like a journalist and do your due diligence and dig and talk to people. Today, that's gone to minimum. And right now, what they're doing is in our face, and it's never been easier to give accurate reporting because they don't care if we know because they're so arrogant they think they own us. Well, I think that's true. I just wonder what's going on behind the scenes because you know that they're still doing things dark for other things. So if how bad is it behind the scenes that these things that are in our face are so bad, let alone what they're really doing? Well, I don't think they're hiding too much. Let me give you an example. In October, and again recently, John Kerry said, humanity is the enemy of the planet. There's your Gaia philosophy, Earth first, humans last. And then he went on to say, we need to hurry and depopulate. Now, he used the word depopulate. Uh, I don't think that's much, it's not leaving much to the imagination. So anyway, tell us about the FDA. What's going on with that? 
That's just crazy. Well, the FDA just passed. It's, it went into effect January 21st, 2024. So just recently, hardly any media coverage of this. The FDA has uh, changed their rules, added a rule that informed consent is no longer necessary. And they're talking about it for, I mean, I got to say this for low risk treatments. But as you know, the COVID jab was a low risk treatment. The vaccines all over the place. So there's so many low-risk treatments that are not good. I got to read this. This is incredible. You you got to, you gotta, well, I can read the ruling if you want. That's important, too. I got two things I need to read for you. Um, the Food and Drug, this is a, a summary of the ruling. The Food and Drug Administration is issuing a final rule to amend its regulations to implement a provision of the 21st Century Cures Act. This final rule allows an exemption from the requirement to obtain informed consent when a clinical investigation poses no more than minimal risk to the human subject and includes appropriate safeguards to protect the right safety and welfare of human subjects. Okay, well, they didn't do that in the past. The final rule permits an institutional review board to waive or alter cer- certain informed consent elements or, or to waive the requirement to obtain informed consent this is crazy. Um, the, okay, there's a quote, or there was a group of legislators that were sitting there trying to get this thing passed, right? And they, they were doing a, an event in New York, and it was a vaccine drive. And yeah. you had Mitt Romney, like an idiot, standing there, and you had this Tracy Edmonds, or Edwards, Tracy Edwards, who's the commissioner of the New York State Public Service Commission. Okay, listen to this. This gives you an indication of what they're thinking. Um, First, she says, we must take the vaccine. Now, I'm going to tell you a personal story off script. So today, right after this, I'm going to have an infusion. And I'm going to have an infusion because I want to make sure that the cancer that was in my body does not return. I'm not asking what's in the infusion. I'm not looking up all the ingredients in the infusion. I'm sticking out my arm and I'm taking the infusion. And that's what we have to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, she's. Does that not give you comfort? I, I have a response to that because she's in New York and has a government position. She's probably in line with what they call Rule 2.13, which uh, Hockle has said, I can take you out of your home. I can say it's for medical. I don't have to justify it. You can't go to court. You have no protection. And we can put you where we want and do what we want to you anytime we want. Well, some of the people in the New York legislature filed suit on this representatives and their suit got thrown out of court so this is the beta test for the world health organization treaty that's coming in in may where they're going to do exactly what hockle saying she's going to do uh and it's well, they, uh, they had to get rid of this though they had to get rid of this in order for the who treaty to take, that's right. have some peace that's right because this that's right. messes up the treaty and so this this is a big deal people i mean this is one of the biggest news stories i've heard in a while and it, it, people think, oh, it's just Tylenol they're going to give you. No, I mean, she used an example of cancer treatments. Don't look at the agreements just, or the ingredients. Just put your arm out. Then you had Mitt Romney back there clapping and laughing like a seal. He's an idiot. And all these legislators acting like this is important. You know what they're trying to do. It's very scary. Um. Yeah, it's my mind is racing a thousand miles an hour at this. Um, Informed consent is built into our laws. Did the FDA act on their own volition or was this did this go through Congress? Well, it's part of the Cures Act, apparently, and they were allowed to do this as part of that legislation. And then there was all these legislators standing there behind, you know, this announcement. So I'm assuming, I don't know if it actually, I don't know the answer to that, but they said it was part of the Cures Act. Well, if it's part of the Cures Act, that's congressional. I know. That's what I mean. But I don't know if it, I don't know if the Cures Act did, I got to read that in detail, allowed them, gave them more flexibility to change their rules in, in emergency situations. Okay. And then they took that, elaborated, and then they did this. So I think it's a combination. That makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. Um, the Cures Act 
I'm going to have to do some research on this, but it is congressional. So therefore, um, and you're right, it's preparatory for the World Health Organization treaty, which is illegal because it wasn't passed by the Senate by a two-thirds vote. It was just Biden saying we're doing it. Totally dictatorial. But what's interesting about this is this destroys national sovereignty and individual sovereignty and the patient-doctor relationship. This is we're, this we're is a going big deal. Back to pre, yeah, we're going back to pre-Magna Carta. I mean, these are this mm-hmm. is a big deal. This reminds me of Nazi. Whatever you believe about Nazi Germany, it reminds me of the story of Nazi Germany and what the, it's it's like. We're recreating Nazi Germany here. It's very scary. Actually, they're creating it, recreating it everywhere. But we have rights, supposedly. The Nuremberg Code was created specifically to keep this from happening. They just eliminated the first tenant of the Nuremberg Code. Yeah, they did. And um, I tell you, this is this is mind boggling. But what they're effectively saying is this, is that this reduces human beings to slaves. We can put anything in your body we want, anytime we want. And let me use, let me bring something in. I want your comment on this. I happened to read a DHS memo in support of the World Health Organization Treaty. And it said terrorism comes in three forms with regard to speech about medical procedures. One is um, misinformation or disinformation, which are lies. Misinformation. Um, is inaccurate statements not necessarily meant to to be damaging, but it's wrong. And then the last one is malinformation. This is the one we need to be concerned about. If you expose wrongdoing of government officials or any position in authority, like CDC, World Health Organization, you're guilty of malinformation, and the DHS says that you are a terrorist. So they're going to jail you after May when this comes in. They're going to jail you. For what you're saying. And there's no ex post facto protection. I told you that before we went on air. In other words, uh, if you have said something five years ago when it was perfectly legal to say it, they can go back prior to the statute coming in and say you're going to jail for what you said. The, the problem that people need to clearly understand this our ability to challenge authorities with information that is truthful is, is an important tenant. For a civilized society, we will not have freedom without this. This is such an important basic right to having a civilized society. Without this, you have complete tyranny. And it is that critical of a piece. You have to be able to challenge authority because otherwise they're just going to run all over us. And so the fact that they're changing these laws and doing this is extremely disconcerting. It is it tells you what they have planned and there really isn't, I know everyone says there's so many important things we need to fight on and everything. It is incredible how I think they're throwing so many things at us that are important for us to address that so that we will lose focus on some of these big picture stuff. So they're putting all this legal framework in place so that they can do these things to us. Very scary. When you notice these legal frameworks are being put into place, there's nothing more important than, to dismantle that. Some of the legal frameworks have been in place for a while. Let me give you an example. I covered this with Celeste uh, on a couple of interviews we did. And I first wrote about this in 2009, ESF-8. And now they've gone to 14. It's HHS and the UN. And what they're, it's based on a uh, first a George Bush executive order, an Obama follow-up executive order, where if you have sniffles, for example, it could be that simple. You are a public health hazard. Now, they go into great detail about how they're going to take you out of your home. Here's Rule 2.13 again, but this is old. This is about 15 years old. And they can take you from your home and put you in a camp. There were 17 sponsoring agencies for this. They go into great detail about the transport, how they take contracts, all the things associated, except one thing is missing. In the 17 agencies, like the FBI, the CDC, not the CDC, the FBI, the CIA, uh, Homeland Security, there isn't one medical organization connected to this, not one. This I is know you po- said that, that this is, is just crazy. This is political internment uh, disguised yes, as medical martial law. That's what it is. And that's what I think the, the World Health Organization Treaty is going to bring to us, is political internment disguised as a medical 
uh, uh, act. What people don't realize, this isn't new in history. When during World War II and previously, there was a lot of states putting people into camps. Okay, mm-hmm. World War II and the Nazis were not the only ones. It was going on all over the world. Right here. The, the majority reason that they were putting people into camps was for disease and health reasons. That was their excuse. That's what they told the average person, the public, so that they would support it. I know. I mean, this is what we're entering into. I can tell you, I've concluded that this is a reactionary movement by the globalists to suppress population and and depopulate. They are worried about a global French revolution with a Bastille and a guillotine to take care of them. And I'm speaking more metaphorically in the last two comments, but they're afraid of people rising up. I mean, right now what's going on with the farmers in Europe, it's scaring the living hell out of them because they're seeing the potential for humanity to rise up and they're fearful of this. They want to depopulate so they can control. Would you notice that how, yeah, you're absolutely right. Do you know? We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground. will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more... Go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Notice how silent they are on what's happening in Europe. You won't hear about this stuff. You will with the independent media, but you won't hear about it much in the mainstream. And that's because they are scared. But a lot of people are thinking this is the worldwide civil war has started in Europe. It hasn't gotten violent, but they consider that the beginning of the world civil war. I think it could be. I think that's yet to be determined. I think you're right. It's yet to be determined whether it is. It It is clearly a, a battle and a sign of that. It, and it's not bloody. It's um, peaceful. 
So it, when you think of civil war, you think of violence. Are we in a cold civil war now? Yeah. And so people see that as the beginning of it. But will it turn violent? I, I don't know. I, at what point will people, but I don't think they're going to turn on each other. That's what the thing is. Neighbors aren't going to turn on neighbors. We're going to turn on the establishment. People are going to turn on the establishment. And that's what they're scared of. Well, here's where they made a fundamental mistake. And you can just go back to intro to psychology, psych 101. When people learned about Maslow's hierarchy, at the bottom of the five need levels is food, water, shelter, clothing. So what are we seeing protests in Europe about? It's the farmers and the interference in food production. It's hitting people at their base level. They made a mistake in doing that. And I people ask me, if they take away the Internet, will that cause a global civil war? And I said, probably not. What if they take away food? I said, that's your ticket right there. As soon as they the threaten is, survival. Yep. yeah. Well, and, I also think that the people dying from the vaccine is another thing that is it, people having their loved ones dying is a big deal. Have you seen the numbers on it? There's credible research now. One in 800 shots, not people, one in 800 vaccines connected to COVID are connected to serious, life-threatening health conditions that we know of. And we're only four years removed. God knows what it's going to be longitudinally when they look at the research. One in 800. And what? Well, and that's uh, people get multiple shots. So, yeah, exactly. So, so if you had two shots, now it's a one in 400 event. But when you start translating this out to the billions that were vaccinated, what various research groups around the world, they're all saying the same numbers. Whether you're in New Zealand or you're in Denmark, these researchers are saying the same thing. They estimate 17 million people have already been killed by vaccine effects. Well, and that the people who have died are a lot less than the people suffering with long-term illnesses and mm-hmm, problems. Mm-hmm. That's about five times. I don't know the number, but a significantly more people are just injured. And those injuries will likely end up in death or misery for their life. Right, think about what happened. In 2016, Donald Trump is elected, and they, and they knew what was coming. Populist reform, the putting down of China. China is supposed to be the new world policeman. Trump delayed that. Trump rebuilt the American economy. So what they had to do was come up with COVID. I mean, COVID was a reaction, I believe, to the Trump presidency and the populist attitude expressed in America and really across the world. Because remember, at that time, the people in Hong Kong were rebelling against the Chinese as well. So in Taiwan's given the big middle finger. So you look at all these factors. I think the globalists panicked and they said, yeah, it's time to unveil COVID-19, and they practiced it in Event 201. I don't know how anyone doesn't make that connection. Bill Gates, Event 201, a perfect replication of what happened with COVID. It was rehearsed, it was deliberate, and it was designed to gain control over the process where they can control our health. When the This is preparatory to the World Health Organization Treaty, Sarah, because if they bring that treaty in, okay, they can determine really who lives and who dies. That's right. Well, they had a, and people aren't connecting this either. The World Economic Forum uh, did a little mini documentary on it. I, I should repost it because people need to see this. And send it to that, me. And I'll put it on my website. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like a couple a couple months into the pandemic, they had a website, We Forum. It was called with the World Economic Forum, right. where it was this big bullseye with COVID in the middle of it, of their reset. And it was hundreds of 200 levels deep of how they're going to transform the entire society based on COVID. And this was right after COVID came out. So how they, this site was not built in a week. It was, looks like it took years, a decade, you know, and they put COVID as going to reset the entire world with all these details. That's that's just impo- that is a smoking gun that this was well planned out yeah. and nobody is even I, it, it's so weird. It's rehearsed. It's all all everything that we're seeing is preparatory for what's happening. Uh, and another thing we're going to see too. I mean, look, they have multiple ways to attack us. I covered this on my Rumble channel, uh, the Common Sense Show, No Spaces. And I went through all the things that they're going to do to us 
that they say they're going to do. I mean, look at the the world left behind, grid down. We're hearing J.P. Morgan, uh, grid down. We're hearing basically secular business organizations say we're going to grid down. How do you know unless you're going to do it? And like disease, right. here, here's another one, disease X. Well, can you tell us what disease X is? What are the symptoms? What's the incubation period? We don't know. We, we well, haven't seen disease. They don't know because they yeah. have like 50, some of them sitting there on the shelf that they yeah. patented that are ready to go. So they don't know what one. So they just put X behind it so they can pick any one. That's right. You're exactly right. I, I think it's going to be Ebola. And I, I base it on this. On November 27th in Denver, Denver Jewish released an Ebola vaccine. Now, I got news for you. I've covered this. They've had an Ebola vaccine since 2006 from Crusoe Laboratories. I published it when they published it, and the CDC got a patent on it, and they have the royalty on Ebola because they weaponized it. And I, I published this, and then they scrubbed the website. Okay, but I still have it on the Common Sense Show. But they came out in November of last year and said, we have an Ebola vaccine. Subsequent research said it has a 32% shedding rate. This is unbelievable. It's incredible. And they said there's 13 regional centers that are developing this Ebola vaccine. Well, Ebola is going to spread through vaccine, through shedding. And I think this is the pandemic they're going to use. I think we'll see a grid down. I think we may even see a war for profit in the Middle East for the military-industrial complex. But I do think... Well, we're already seeing that. I think the main thing we're going to see is a pandemic and I think it's going to be Ebola. I think they've tipped their hand. Well, if it is Ebola, people need to make sure they have chlorine dioxide or twin oxide because the Navy used it to treat Ebola. It's well known that it works for Ebola in those circles. Yeah. And so if Ebola comes out, make sure you have something like that on hand and you and your family will be safe. In four months, uh, you're going to jail because that's malinformation. It's true. Well, maybe. It's true, but you're going against the authorities. Yeah, but I have to do that because it's what God's telling me to do. I Sarah, Sarah Westall, the terrorist. Yeah, according I, to DHS, I'm trying to save lives, so you better throw me in prison. <laughs> well, and then they need to address why the Navy used it for Ebola, and it worked fine. So why did they? And they're going to cover it up and lie, but they really did. And there's a Swiss uh, lab, the Cocker Institute, that has gone through phase three trials. There's over a hundred thousand people that they've used on it without any side effects. And the there's thousands and thousands of scientists, including NASA scientists and top scientists around the world who are all studying this and trying to get this information out. Mm-hmm. It is real. There's a version called twin oxide that's legal here that they use in drinking water. They used it in the during the COVID pandemic and six uh, elderly communities had it in their water and not a single person in those communities got COVID or sick during that time. How, how do you That's get it? That's pretty cool. How do you obtain this? Well, twin oxide is something that's available legally. So you can go to Dr. Joe has a um, site where he, he helps people obtain it. It's, we really want to get it into city water systems. I mean, you want to help your, your uh, people get this into your water system because they're not going to get sick from so many things. They're going to be so much healthier, but, and that's what twin oxide is for, but you can talk to him, Dr. Joe, it's a superior toxicology.com and you can get it from him. I don't make any money off of it. I sell it or I promote it because it's the right thing to do. Not because I make money. No, I hear you. I want you to put me in contact with Dr. Joe again, because I want to, I want to interview him on this. This is important. It is important because it'll it'll help us with this. But I think we've talked about this before. I think part of what's happening, too, with all this uh, getting rid of our rights and informed consent. And you have people like Yuval who are rarely now coming out saying that human rights is a mental construct yeah. that we've made up and it doesn't exist. And that we're no we are we don't have rights any more than a jellyfish has rights. And did you think anything to- is going to tell Harari what he has to put in his body? I don't, you know, he has rights. He doesn't get have to. He yeah, he's not going to. And my point is, it's rules for thee, but not for me. Klaus Schwab won't that's be right. taking any mandatory vaccines. He won't be eating bugs. Okay. I mean, that's just not going to happen. But yeah, they, it's, it, they aren't. This is for the masses. It's not for them. Absolutely right. Because yes. they know what is, what's in this. They don't want to take it because they know what they're doing. But it reminds me, you know, Jose Delgado, right? 
Mm-hmm. And you've mm-hmm. talked about him before. And he's kind of considered the grandfather, the godfather of, and I, I want to, um, I want to bring this up so that I can do a quote that he said, people who do not know who he is, he was considered the godfather of mind control, right? He was putting implants into people's or into animals. We talk about the bullfight that he had during the sixties mm-hmm. that um, created a worldwide sensation. And then the CIA uh, took him in, but let me read this. This is, I, mean, I have two quotes from him that I, I did this in the, I read this in the, my presentation I gave at the false flags conference, but this is important because it goes off of what Huval Harari and all these guys are talking about, about human rights. Um, but this is what he said about his technology, and then I'm going to get into his quote about rights. He said, if you insert electrodes directly into the brains of cats and apes, they will behave like electronic toys. A whole series of motor functions can be triggered based on which button the experimenter pushes. This applies to all body parts, front and back paws, the tail, the hind parts, the head and the ears. He's essentially telling you we, we're robots and that we know how to control people with this. And uh, I, I really believe they're going towards this free, you know, getting rid of free will because Yuval Harari talks about um, free will back in 2018. He says free will be will be done within 15, 10 to 15 years. Yeah, and that I, was I, in 2018. Interesting thing about Delgado. He went from his position as a physiologist in Barcelona, Spain, where he did the bullfight. A lot of people don't know this. He went to work at Yale for about four years. And this is where he discovered that control of animals using electronic frequencies, change the frequency, you change the behavior. And then the CIA says, whoa, we could use this. And they went to work at SRI, which is a CIA research group. Yeah. And then didn't he, I think you're the one that told me this and I haven't found the quote on it, but he said at his deathbed that we were working on things we never should have worked on. He said that and a month later he was dead. Well, and this is, that's a huge departure from where he was at earlier in his career, because he said this, we need a program of psychosurgery for political control of our society. The purpose is physical control of the mind. Everyone who deviates from the given norm can be surgically manipulated. The individual may think that most important reality is his own existence, but this is only his personal viewpoint. This lacks historical perspective. Man does not have the right to develop his own mind. This kind of liberal orientation has great appeal. We must electronically control the brain. Someday, armies and generals will be controlled by electric stimulation of the brain. He actually said that. This is what, before Queen Victoria, back in the, you know, the Renaissance period, she came in and said, people have control of their minds. Before that, the, the warring and the killing and the mass slaughter of people who thought different religiously was happening. They were yeah. they wanted to control thinking in mass, and so there was mass slaughter all over the place. She came in and said, "No, everybody has control of their own mind," and it 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 was a huge reason why the Renaissance was so explosive and took yeah. hold because of that one thing. This is what they're trying to overturn. Well, what they're basically saying to us, and I'll go back to what they fear the most. What they're saying to us is, "Let them eat cake." to quote Marie Antoinette. You know, they don't give a crap what they do to us as long as they can control us and keep our reason. Our labors, the fruits of our labors go to them, and they want to control us so we're not a threat. The thing that they fear, like I said, is a French Revolution. Let them eat cake, here we come. That's scaring the hell out of them. This is why they don't mind limited nuclear war. This is why they're poisoning our food. I mean, I could go on and on with this. But it is intentional depopulation. John, you know, people will laugh at when I say that. John Kerry has said it twice in public now. I know. It's just incredible. Well, I I need to correct. I think it was Queen Elizabeth, not Queen Victoria. I think it was the. It was Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I messed that up. Yeah. Yeah, but they're just coming out openly saying that this is the, the human rights are not something given to us by our creator we are not there is no creator there is no creator in their minds there's no well they care about gaia so they think that we're part of earth and so they have a different viewpoint but yeah yeah, but there's no god in there you know what's interesting i interviewed uh, dr anna mihachuk and in the interview we were talking about the the nature of the vaccine and she said there's something in there dave she goes i know you like physics and there's something in there that i think that you should pay attention to And I said, what are you talking about? And she said, in the mRNA, 
she said there's a time dilation factor. She said it's used to cause incubation of effects down the road. But then she got spiritual because I had asked her about Judgment Day. And don't these people know Judgment Day is coming and they're going to burn in hell? And she started talking about this and she said it might be reasonable to assume that they think they can avoid Judgment Day through time dilation that they're working on. Now, my answer is this. Their science is not going to outsmart God's science, okay? It's a, it's a fool's errand. But I think she's right. I think she's right about... I know she's right about the time dilation incubation effects related to the vaccine. But I think she's right that I think that they think this is a way to avoid their judgment. Well, let's let's get deep into the science here. Because a lot of people think that there actually is a reset coming because we live in this hologram matrix, Right. Mm-hmm. And that religion is really a description of that. What do you think of that? People think that we've had resets every, I don't know how many years. Some people say 10,000, 10, 11,000, something like that. And then other people say it's like every 132 years. And it's why the Tatarian Empire has been wiped out of the history books. Yeah. What are you, is your view on it? Because it does align with the what the biblical story is and what the scientists are saying. Well, I think we live in a universe of duality. So you have the yin and the yang of things. And uh, we went from being a reactionary government to pure ty- tyranny to unlimited freedoms unknown in the world prior to that time. And I'm talking the 1776 revolution is expressed in our documents, which became enshrined in 1787. But I, we've gone full cycle now. We've become what we tried to legislate against back in the 1700s right. yeah we've become we've become our enemies we've become hitler we've become stalin we've become mao and all the things that they did to their people are being embraced by this leadership well and there's too many people that are embracing it and my god they, if you can't see through what's happening in gaza then you really really need to check your brainwashing meter because you got to say okay i ignore who's involved ignore all this and just look at the actions that are going on and it's so obvious that it's genocide i had an interview or not an interview i had and we all have intelligence contacts right and so i had a conversation yesterday with somebody and and this particular person was telling me that sarah you would have no idea how much the IDF and Hamas talk on a daily basis. He goes, this entire thing is a is a Ponzi scheme to keep the military funding going. And that they if they don't do these things periodically, then they don't then it 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 eliminates the reason for that money plowing into that region mm-hmm. to and so, so they are doing this. I think they're taking it too far. Now they're taking it too far, and so it's really backfiring. But it's they're all, and he goes, and the reason that that the people in Palestine actually support, or some people support Hamas, because every time they bomb a hospital or bomb some building that's their school or something, Hamas comes in there and cleans it up and helps the local people. So the local people have come to appreciate Hamas because they're the ones that are helping them after something like this occurs. But they don't realize that Hamas and the IDF are in bed together, talking on a nonstop basis. Well, I think I think parallel to what you're saying is what happened that day. Steve Benoon, you know, former CIA agent uh, with Israeli contacts, he really nailed it. He said, Dave, nothing crosses that border into Israel without us knowing about it. We know when an ant crosses the border. And he said Netanyahu's response was six hours Yet Israel brags that they can be anywhere militarily in their country within two minutes, uh, whether it's air cover or whatever it is. And clearly, that delay in time was to drive up the casualty rate, to inflame public passion, to accept what was going to happen initially. And, you know, the, the genocide is largely being kept out of the media. And by the way, well, the, is, inter- yeah. the International Court of Justice actually ruled Gaza to be genocide but they didn't call for any action. They stopped short. 
They stopped short of the action. I just have an interview that's going to air tomorrow, Wednesday, with Francis Boyle, Professor Francis Boyle. He is, you know, he was the foremost expert is on bioweapons because he actually wrote the legislation. But what people, some people don't know is he is actually the foremost expert on fighting against genocide. He was the first one since 1921 to win a case against genocide at the International Court of Justice. In fact, he won three times. And this was dealing with the Bosnian genocide. And so he's been very active speaking up he's consulting with south africa and things he's not involved directly but he's a consultant and he's speaking up about this and he was on my show it's going to air tomorrow but he said that they gave him a month to for netanyahu to respond to this and then south africa is going to be ready with all the lies that you know israel is going to surely put into their report but I'm like, well, that's 30 days. In this time frame of 30 days, they're still bombing, and people have no food, no water. People are saying that more people are going to die from disease and hunger and lack of medicine than they are from the actual bombings. Yeah, you know, and that's, well, that's the plan. That's not uncommon says, that's their plan. in, in that's war. Genocide. That's you know, that's a spinoff effect of war. No question about it. I do agree with that. And there's, you know, they never work with one goal in mind. I mean, to get the funding for defense, I agree with that. In fact, you know how Congress is kept in check? Insider trading and the biggest industry they insider trade on is the defense industry. And if you and I did this, we'd go to jail. But they get to make money. The longer a war goes on, the more money people in Congress make. I know. And that until we get rid of that slush fund, that money train, it's these people are uh, I don't you can't vote for somebody like this because they're motivated by money and they come go into Congress, not wealthy, come out wealthy. I mean, that's an indication. People have to stop voting for these people and they have to be stopped being so brainwashed by them. It's incredible. If someone's a neocon, don't vote for them. It's that clear. And I don't know why people keep doing this, but. We are kind of our own enemies in some ways because of our lack of understanding and, and education and laziness mm-hmm. towards yeah, yeah, understanding yeah. what's going on. Yeah, we've met the enemy and he is us, as the saying goes. I totally agree with you. I saw a quote from Joe Biden when he was just elected to the Senate for the first time. And they said, uh, do you believe there's corruption in politics? And he said, well, yes, there is. He said, even in a small state like Delaware, it takes an inordinate amount of money to get elected and he said and those donors want something for their money and i thought that may have been the only truthful thing that man's ever said in his life but he's right on the money so therefore i have a two-step approach one toss them all in other words about 95 percent of all gop running for re-election needs to be defeated in the primary by average people and then secondly we need to outlaw corporate financing of campaigns totally and make it an imprisonable uh, offense of five years if they're caught second offense 20 years make it serious because corporations run this government and use our taxpayer money for their benefit and to our detriment well yeah and well and the global cartel is using us as the gravy train and the police force for the world (laughs) and we're paying for it it's it's incredible so they do have to get rid of and we need and when you said average people that's the key it's getting average people involved because we, we don't want people who have who've already been in these networks making all yeah, this money, yeah. eager to, you know, we want just a normal person from down the street. When Rasmussen did a, a poll and they said, would we be better off with just throwing a dart board or randomly picking somebody out of the phone book? Yeah. The majority of the people on both sides of the, of the aisle said yes. And that's probably true. As long as they have a certain level of intelligence, we would be better off. No, there's no question we'd be better off. I, I, I just look at this. So how do we affect the change? Well, you got to get average people to run. And then here's another step that has to be taken. Um, so you're going to do away with corporate financing of campaigns like big pharma, and the defense industry. So how are people going to get the word out? And people are going to really cringe at this. You go, Dave, that's socialist, but it's the best idea I can come up with. Publicly funded campaigns for qualified candidates that come through a party, and not just two parties. Political parties like the Constitution Party, the Libertarian Party, need to have representation 
and all debates have to be open to the major parties. It may be limited to five parties, but it would make it harder for the corporations to control each and every candidate, each and every party, and especially if they can't throw money in the lobbying process at it, then it becomes almost impossible to do that. I mean, we're more fascist right now than Nazi Germany. There's no question. We are. Well, because we have the tools to be more fascist. The scary part about your solution is we don't want government controlling more stuff. But, you know, I had a long conversation with uh, Cynthia McKinney back in the day when we were in China. And I mm-hmm. and I was talking about how I don't understand why the, the left, because she came from the left, why they want government involved so much. Because mm-hmm. so much of the tyranny is coming from government. Why are we giving more power to the worst people in the world? Right, the top one point zero zero one percent control all of their them, and they're doing despicable things like arm arm and human trafficking. Right, so why are we giving more power? Why does the left want to give more power to the worst amongst us? They don't see it that way. She goes, well, they don't realize that they're giving power to those guys. They and they also real think that through the years, the government has saved them from this is their viewpoint from slavery. And from others, you know, civil rights movements. So in their minds, they think that government is their only uh, avenue to, to for redress. And so that's where they're mentally coming from. Well, they don't know Instead their history. Of realizing they're stupid. They don't know their history. And here's and and I do mean stupid. I'm just and, telling you from their perspective. Yeah, but I'm telling you, said. it's stupid because history shows anytime you put your full faith and trust in government. Genocide is the eventual outcome when people realize they've been had and they rise up and then the government clamps down. That's the pattern. And that's why these people are stupid. See, what people don't realize, it's the job of the people to limit government, not to embrace government. Well, that's why I'm more of a, uh, you know, I'm independent or I'm more of a libertarian, because the more I learn, the more I don't want them to have any power. It's like you're giving power to the worst, the last people that should have power. And that's why I'm so against it. If if we had good people running, there are some way to, then I could see how it would be better. But we don't, and we have no safeguards to make sure good people right now and all through history, all through human history, bad guys seem to rise to the most powerful. And the only way to keep that from happening is to limit their power. You know, is for government to be by and for the people at the lowest levels. Otherwise, we're going to get more and more tyranny and fascism. That's why the World Health Organization is a problem because they're a the epitome of that at a world level. We're giving power to unelected bureaucrats at a world level. I mean, there what there couldn't be anything more wrong with that. And then you look at the FDA rulings that are changed, and then that's coming down the pike. I, these signals, I was nauseated for a good day after realizing what just went down politically, you know, with the world change, because to me, that indicates it, that's a that's a canary in the coal mine. I mean, that yeah. that tells us a red flag that tells you what's coming. What's coming? I'm t- there's no way to get around it. It's genocide. And, and people will kind of wrinkle their nose up and I'll say, OK, then explain Gaza. Because, see, there's a secondary goal in God. There's always a secondary goal. It's not just to keep the war going, but it's the gas and natural gas reserves. Now, you and I won't be able to drive our cars, but that doesn't mean the globalists aren't going to use it for their purpose. And they want it. And that was a secondary goal in what happened. And Hamas is being paid off. Do you know, and I'm telling you, I got this on really good authority. That missing Pentagon money of uh, $6 trillion telling six audits, right? Well, a lot of that money, not all of it, but a lot of it went to Ukraine. They packaged weapons they bought on the international market for profit, and they sold them to Hamas. So the weapons used, Hamas going, and also this is true for the, uh, the, the people in Yemen attacking our shipping. They're getting the weapons from Ukraine, but the source is the U.S. Pentagon courtesy of the military industrial complex how do you like them apples well that makes sense there's a really good substack called cia gate and i repost a lot of their uh articles they Mm -hmm. do research it's it's intelligence officials i asked i did a little interview with them to figure out who the heck they were because they emailed me and asked me if i would publish some of their work 
And I said, yeah, but I need to know who you are, you know, because I can't, this is pretty crazy, crazy stuff here. And part of their research was what you just said, right, about the weapons trade and they're naming names and going. And I, so I asked them, who are you guys? And they say that we are intelligence experts or intelligence people in CIA and elsewhere who are fed up with what's going on. And we want to get this information out there, but we can't say who we are. Otherwise, we're going to get killed. Right. It's too dangerous. So they're doing all these reports with intelligence agents who are who are leaking information. It's a really good. I recommend people to to look at it. CIA Gate. They have a Substack. I've been reposting their articles, and exactly what you just said. They did a whole report on who was funneling it through. Who are the names in Ukraine? Where are the weapons going? It, it it's real. And there are people coming out and blowing the whistle who are inside these organizations, and we need to listen to them. We have to be careful, too, because yeah. Russian Gate was made up intelligence. A lot of these documents coming out of these places, because they're very weaponized and controlled, some of these documents coming, or a lot of them coming out, are made up documents. So just because you see a document that is, you know, this has happened because I found the source document. Yeah, but that source document, like Russiagate, that was fabricated. So you can't, that's the one thing Jimmy Boots, Detective Rostein, told me, Sarah, you can't trust any of these documents. You need to go there yourself and, and make sure it's legit because a lot of these source documents are fabricated. So mm-hmm. we have to be careful with everything that we read. But I, I think this is a really good source, the CIA gate, because of who they are and what they're trying to get across. But you have to be careful with everything, right? Like Q was a PSYOP that had good information and bad information. So you yeah. just have to be careful. Do you know Discernment. that? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if with the awareness people have on this point, but back in 2014, and Paul Preston and I have gone down this road many times, in 2014, uh, when the revolution was going on to kick out the Russian officials running the Ukrainian government by proxy, um, I covered the biolabs issue. I covered that officials from the United States, like Victoria Newland, were involved. And, and it was, um, let's put it this way. The COVID vaccine was not developed in China. It was refined in China. It was developed in a biolab in Ukraine. And Hunter Biden and friend accompanied the virus to Wuhan. He personally delivered it. And it's interesting because the seven Air Force personnel on Air Force Two that took the plane and used Biden's plane to do this, they all did things like die in accidents and commit suicide. I'm not, I kid you not. Paul Preston has the list of men and how they died that were on that flight. Um, yeah, this is how this incredible. is how corrupt is how corrupt it is. Ukraine has been an arms distributor for years, and the Clinton Foundation was one of their major clientele for distribution of the arms. Ukraine is a cesspool, and this war with uh, Russia is no more than manufacturing heyday for the military-industrial complex. They're serving that purpose, and Zelensky is an agent of our military-industrial complex. And when people start to realize that, then they got to realize we can't keep the power, the people in government that we have. I mean, I, I made a list. I, I, I have about 13 people in the House and Senate that deserve to be returned to their jobs when they're up for re-election. 13 out of over 500. They're all compromised. Well, what I learned with uh, Ukraine, you know my story about Ukraine, where we had the whistleblower who was the Burisma mm-hmm. account ex- financial executive who had all the names. She was ready to go public, and then they found out who she was. She was going to come on my show and go public. Found out who she was. They sodomized her, left her for dead, ransacked her home, took all her documents. Mm -hmm. Uh, John Paul Dugan went in there with a mercenary group from Russia, got her out of there and into a hospital in Russia, and she's afraid to talk now, which is very sad. Because what, what I didn't learn is there are names on both sides of the aisle, Republican and Democrat, both sides of the ocean, um, you know, so all over Europe and the United States, business people and politicians who are involved in that whole money laundering, human trafficking, drug trafficking, arms trafficking trade that they're doing in Ukraine. Ukraine is the center of a complete cesspool where Russia, people not, might not like Putin, but they at least went in there and cleaned up a lot of the bio labs and 
and, you know, and all, a lot of the information that was coming out of there was, yeah, they bombed this this apartment complex. Yeah, but what was below it was a bio lab. You know, and they have to be careful bombing bio labs, but they were going after and dismantling all these labs. And that's what the public doesn't understand is there was a lot more going on in Ukraine than people realize. Well, I have prima facie evidence. I got a hold of documents where various federal agencies under Obama in 2016, before he left office, they had the CYA with Ukraine because they'd been knee deep up into corruption with them. And they thought Hillary was going to win the election, but they couldn't be sure. And so they wanted to cover their butt. So they brought in Ukrainian officials and trained them at various locations in D.C. Monday through Friday. I had the flight manifest. I had who was there, who from the government conducted these training seminars. And the training seminar was centered on this, Sarah, how to prosecute Burisma without ensnaring American politicians or family members. And I have the documentation. I published it twice. Yeah, send that to me. I might republish it because that's really important. I had a um, whistleblower that came out. His name was John Christmas. Christmas was his last name. And he was a senior executive at banks. And he was brought into the uh, Lithuanian bank to, I think it was Lithuania. It was a while ago, a couple of years ago, I did this report. And I interviewed him multiple times. And um, there is a... Uh, uh, network of banks that his banking system was used as a money laundering he thinks conduit he has proof of this actually mm-hmm. he talks about it when they uh did the coup of the ukrainian government in 2014 we threw out the ukrainian government but they stole the entire ukrainian treasury and funneled it through that banking system left them with like a less than a hundred dollars in their account can you mm-hmm. believe that? I mean, that's what they did to the Ukrainian yeah. government. Can you say and, HSBC Bank? That's who did that. They were, I know yeah, what you're talking involved. about. Yeah, and, and, but the World Bank was involved, too. And he, he had other money. The, the mobs, the gangs coming out of the oligarchs out of Russia, they were involved, too, as far as money laundering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this isn't, you know, the bad guys are everywhere. And they're laundering money. But the central banks and the World Banks were covering it up and protecting it. That's the story, yeah. is how high this goes. You know, the central banks are dirty. That's what's well, what came out of that. We've raised a significant amount of issues here for people to sink their teeth into. Um, the Bible even talks about, you know, that the world will embrace total criminality and exalt it. And this is what we have going on today. And it shows up with mutilating the genitals of our children and child trafficking at the border, and it's open, and a cartel. I saw a deal real quickly here with uh, John Cornyn and um, Ted Cruz and two other senators, and they were on patrol with the Border Patrol, and they encountered drugged children with two adult males, and they knew it was trafficking. And Cruz said to them, why aren't you arresting them and saving the children? Because the Biden administration will not allow it. We don't need Isn't to say any more. We don't well, need to say any more. Did you hear the story about the Montana teenager that was taken from her parents because she yeah. didn't want them to get transitioned? She's 13 or 14? I know. I, I just, you know, you just shake your head and say, who are they? Gonna, I'm going to go in people the, <clears throat> who think that they are bigger. They're, who are they to think that they have authority over you? Who the hell are they? Yeah, well, it's, they just, it's self-assumed power. It's kind of like the uh, divine right of kings is what we're living through. Sarah, tell people how they can follow you. Yeah, this went super fast, Dave. They can go to sarahwestall.com. Please follow me there. I'm on all the freedom platforms. I'm on over 50 platforms. I air on the radio in L.A., but I'm censored like you are. I'm not, I have my third channel on YouTube and it has two strikes, so I haven't been posting there until <laughs> the second strike goes away. I don't know how to deal with that YouTube channel, but I'm on all the freedom platforms. I have my new Substack that's been growing quite well. So you can go to there as well, sarahwestall.substack.com. Mm-hmm. But please sign up for my newsletter because that's how you get connected on everything that I'm doing. Sounds great. Well, look, thank you for coming on. I look forward to you coming back. Uh, you've become quite the regular here on the show, and you're very popular with our audience. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Really Take appreciate care. it. 
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.